songs and let's get dressed. It's somewhat happy hour with Josh Fest. Oh, hello, and welcome to season three of the Somewhat Happy Hour podcast with me, Josh Vest. Ah, did you hear that? That was me opening um, some wine, some Josh. That's, that's about good. Maybe just a splash. There we go. We're celebrating the start of season three of the Somewhat Happy Hour with me, Josh Vest. And today I'm having Josh... Uh, Prosecco Doc Rosé. Um, it says, product of Italy. Uh, because I love Josh wine for many reasons. Uh, one, it has a beautiful name to it. Great marketing tool. Um, and two, it, it tastes very good. Uh, it's the best... Um, um, it's the best grocery store wine one can buy. It's not always in grocery stores, but anyway. Cheers! <sighs> it's giving a lot of tree little dirt um i'm getting hints of um uh, pink <laughs> i don't know well here we are a new season uh, lots of different things going on in this season um i have a lot of great guests lined up um some who have been on the show before some who have never been on the show before and who knows what happens in between um but my first few guests are going to uh Blow your socks off. And if you don't wear socks, it's going to blow your crocs off. Ooh, there it is. There it is. Uh, anyway, so lots has gone on since our last chit-chat, our last podcast of this Somewhat Happy Hour, Season 2. Um, well, first I dropped the uh, the mysterious, unreleased episode t- uh, something from Season 2 with Ben Rollins, where we talked about his musical um, and then uh, I was away for a while because I've been doing so much. And that noise you hear in the background is Hazel playing with a bone. So sorry. Anyways, um, yeah, so I, I've been quite busy. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to reposition my mic so I'm not, like, breathing right into it. Uh, lots of stuff has gone on. Um, I think the biggest thing that's happened since the last episode was I went on tour with the circus, uh, Circus on Ice, uh, by Taconi Entertainment, uh, and I'm going to talk about that. Um, and it was a very unique experience. But uh, some more. What, what are some other highlights? Uh, let's see. I started at a new school this year, closer to home. Well, I moved, um, so now it's really close to home. Uh, but I am teaching uh, where I grew up in this county, uh, so it's really, really special to me. And um, we're doing some fun shows. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been hectic, but at the same time, I'm falling in love with teaching again, and it's beautiful, and it makes me so happy. Let's see, anything else happen? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think anything else has gone on in my life that is, uh, oh, I'm getting married. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm alone. Um. No, uh, just kidding. Nothing else has happened um, (laughs) since the uh, season break, uh, the long hiatus of summer vacation. Um, That's why it's coming to you now in late September or early October or whenever you happen to be listening to this episode. Uh, So much has gone on with just, you know, trying to move, trying to 
continue working as a clown while teaching and directing and this and that. There's a lot going on. Um, but I'm grateful. Everything. Everything I'm grateful for. Uh, I'll start with the obvious. I left uh, home and I went on tour for the summer with Circus on Ice. Uh, I was with the show uh, for the summer and I think total I did like 50 some shows uh, over the span of a very short time. Um, often we would have one, two, three, four, at least five shows uh, within a few days. Uh, we would do uh, four shows within two days. That was always fun. Um, I played some really interesting places. The first uh, stop on the tour, well for me, when I stepped in, was in Johnson City, Tennessee, like it's mentioned in the song. Uh, you know the wagon wheel, rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Johnson, Tennessee. I don't, I don't know how it goes, but something like that. Uh, and that was an experience. Uh, my first week uh, on tour, I stayed in a trailer, and um, I'll let you fill in the blanks about how life was in the trailer. Uh, eventually, I was uh, put in a hotel room with the ice skaters, uh, my dear pals uh, Tyler and Allie. Um, we uh, were roomies. Let's see. So, Johnson City. It was my first uh, first stop on the tour. I, I was teaching still, so I came in on a... I think I came in on a Friday morning... Like, really, really early in the morning, like 9 a.m. is when I got to Tennessee. And we had a performance that evening. Um, uh, no, no, we didn't. We had shows Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, and so, with all that is... So much happened in this, those few days. Those few hours of landing. And then me having to go grocery shopping. And then me getting ready for the shows by rehearsing, doing anything I can to prepare myself. Um, because it's it's a little difficult when you are uh, uh, like a clown in a show because you don't have a lot of rehearsal time and a lot of it's on your own. Um, but it's difficult because so much of it relies on audience participation. Uh, but luckily, going into this show, I was replacing a clown and so... As a replacement, I was doing the exact same acts that he was. Uh, so I knew what I was doing. I was comfortable because I had seen clips and they had sent me rehearsal information and stuff like that uh, to keep to get me ready for when I stepped in. So it wasn't like, oh, you need to do this, this, this. So that wasn't an issue. Uh, but, but it was a really big learning process. As someone who's done theater uh, for a long, long time, I found it to be really... Uh, smooth and easy to step in. Um, I knew what I was doing and in, in my head I, I was very uh, like, okay, this is different than theater, so this is gonna kinda go one way and you never know. Uh, and it it went many ways. Uh, that first weekend in Jonathan City, my first stop on the tour, um, we played this convention center, which was actually a former high school uh, and we performed in their gymnasium, which was unique. Um, as one who didn't spend a lot of time in uh, gymnasiums uh, in high school, or ever really, I always found an excuse not to be in there. Um, teacher's pet. 
uh, it was quite the experience of being in there. Um, I remember coming in and there was a stage there because we did a show on a stage. Uh, I think all of our, yeah, yeah, all of our uh, venues had stages. Uh, and so we, we did that uh, and we set up. Um, I will not talk ill of the show, but uh, I will say it was a learning curve with some of the technical elements. As a theater teacher, I was like, uh, but that's all I'm going to say. Uh, maybe we'll talk more in detail when I have some of the guests on uh, from the tour. Some of the guests, some of the performers from the tour. Let's take a cheers break. Johnson City was such a <laughs> such a weird place. Um, but it reminded me a lot of home because it was in the middle of nowhere. Um, and uh, But at the same time... I don't know. I just can't really put it into words of how different of a place that is. But hey, I, I was entertained, and most of the audience was entertained. Um, but of course, not everyone's going to like the show. Uh, first off, our ice was not real ice. It was synthetic ice, which is like a kind of plastic uh, that you can ice skate on. Uh, and so that's what we used, so people were upset about that. Um, and of course, the first uh, the, the building we were in, in Johnson City, did not have AC. And so it was hot, and people were complaining about the heat. And um, some people wrote some really nasty reviews. I don't remember what his name was, but there's this gentleman who wrote a very, very honest review of the show uh, and explained how much he hated the show. Which, you know, to each their own, that's fine. Uh, but it's funny because later we found out who it was just from, you know, Facebook. Uh, because we would all like follow the hashtag circus on ice or check in on it uh and he was the guy i had brought up on stage and he was fine on stage he played along it wasn't weird um but you you know obviously he wasn't having a good time uh some someone else uh said that i was really creepy uh because i was uh, i had my handkerchief on my my neck and then i would hit people with it which is not true because i didn't have a handkerchief so i don't know what this woman was talking about she uh had also said that it was uh gross that i was using a dust buster or a duster whatever feather duster um and like cleaning off people's heads and then uh you know doing it on someone else uh and she was like has he ever heard of covid uh, ma'am i'm very covid conscious and that was brand new, and it was cleaned after every show. Uh, also, I wouldn't touch anyone that I was like, mm. and it wasn't like I was standing there for like five minutes at a time you know, brushing someone off with my feather duster. That's just not how that goes. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so so that was fun. Uh, and you know, things like this just don't bother me. Uh, I think it's just because I've been doing, uh, I've been performing for so long that none of it really gets to my head. Um, it doesn't hurt my heart. I tell my students that as well, uh, when they, you know, don't agree with something I do when I'm teaching, or by that I mean like when I'm talking about acting teachers and my opinions, or be it me giving a direction, uh, and then I always ask for critiques because the best way, uh, to grow as a teacher is to hear the constructive criticism or criticism or sly remarks from children. It's true, although I say that in that tone. Uh, but that never got to me. It never bothered me. Uh, so after Johnson City, 
we played Asheville, North Carolina. So we were staying in Tennessee, and then we went up to North Carolina. Uh, a lot of the tour, or the leg of the tour I was on, was North Carolina, Tennessee, Tennessee, North Carolina. It was a lot of back and forth. Uh, we played West Virginia, is where I, uh, the show closed for the summer. Um, before they, and they just started touring again. Uh, but... Yeah, so we went to Asheville, North Carolina, and it was so flippin' cute. I loved it. That was my favorite place on the tour. Um, we went with, uh, uh, we went with, we, we got the chance to walk around, explore uh, downtown Asheville, because um, our theater was right there in the middle uh, of, of the town, of the city, little city, um, and it was so flippin' artsy. It was so cute. I loved it. We went to this double-decker coffee bus um that was just you know fun and it was the cast it was uh ali avi tyler and alex and muscle uh we we were the cast of the show and you know we you know we hung out it was nice uh so we went and got coffee and then we had to do uh, two shows later that evening uh we would get to the venues around nine o'clock but our shows usually weren't till either three o'clock or four o'clock uh, but it gave us the opportunity to come in and set everything up early in the day. That way we could practice if we needed. Or by we, I mean the uh, aerialists or the um, Alex who was on the seer wheel uh, and he did straps. Or Tyler would rehearse um, her uh, uh, ice skating uh, uh, bit as a certain character that I will not say. Um, but we just simply just, you know, you can't just let it go and not rehearse. That, that, that was the hint. Uh, I'll say it again. We couldn't just let it go and not rehearse, uh, you know, to, throughout the day. But, you know, I, I was spoiled because, uh, you know, I knew my bit and my bits didn't really change. It was kind of just the vibe of the audience that changed. Uh, but, you know, generally we, we were all on the same page. Uh, and uh, it, it, it's just funny how... Uh, the way I wish you to compare to everyone else, um, by that I mean everyone else in the show, all the other cast members, the crew members, uh, we had one crew member, uh, they were all, uh, they had assigned duties pre-show, so some of them would paint faces, some of them would sell toys, some of them would do pictures, uh, but me, I didn't do anything. So, uh, the show would, uh, the pre-show would start, meaning people could get into their seats, which is an hour before the show, uh, and I wouldn't have to go on for my portion of the pre-show until about five minutes, or ten minutes before the show was going to start, uh, and so I had a lot of free time. That's usually when I did my makeup, uh, hung out, um, in between those times is also when I would eat my, my food, um, you know, so I can be a happy clown and not a hangry clown. Um, <clears throat> uh, so I had that downtime, which was nice as an introvert who had to go out and, you know, really, really explore being, you know, on like that, like on, on as a clown. Um, so we, you know, it was nice. I felt bad. I felt bad though, because I would, you know, be like, oh, at the end of the first show, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go eat my peanut butter jelly. You guys have a good uh, pre-show. And there I would sit for about an hour, and then I would go out and do a pre-show um, towards the end when everyone would come back. Uh, 
uh, in my pre-show was me, uh, my clown, uh, cleaning up, preparing for the show, um, you know, uh, going around, making sure everything looks nice, messing with the audience, making sure they looked nice. Uh, it was a lot of fun. That was one of my favorite parts of the show, although that was the probably the most nervous I was, was during that um, portion. Uh, because sometimes you, I could be able to tell who was going to play along and who was not going to play along. That was always very, very easy for me to um, find quickly. Uh, so after the pre-show, the show would start, uh, and I had... So I was very featured throughout the show. A lot of us were, uh, but I had a lot of um, on-again, off-again uh, things, uh, which is nice. Um because I was busy during the show. I was, you know, unlike Tyler, who was in the entire show. The only time they were ever off stage fully was when I was on stage doing my acts. Other than that, she was always there. Uh, and God bless her. I don't know how she did it. Um, but she was like the show's assistant, but she was also the featured ice skater at one point during the show um, when one of our cast members had to leave. Uh, who's my dear, dear Allie, uh, who is currently on tour with Disney on Ice. Um, and as a side note, we had recorded an episode. Uh, I went to go visit Allie out in Virginia Beach. We recorded an episode in my hotel room, and then my computer crashed, and I lost the episode. But it was a powerful episode. It was so great. I'm going to try really hard to get them back on the podcast at some point. Um, anyway, so the show was... Uh, it was only about an hour and a half, um, if that. I think it was like barely an hour and a half. Because, uh, you know, we would have a show at 3 o'clock and then the next show at 5.30. So it'd be boom, boom, boom. Um, quick quick run through, quick shows over. Um, uh, like we wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't go out there after the show and meet people or anything like that. It wasn't like that kind of circus. It was very, here's our show. Please leave so we can get the next audience in. Uh and that's how it went in uh, Asheville. We played a theater, a very, very pretty theater. Um, the staff was great. It was really nice. Um, I, I felt more at home in theaters because, you know, I, I've been a stage actor for a long, long time. Uh, but yeah, that's, that was nice. And then uh, repeated that almost every few days um, until the show ended. Uh, one of the highlights, well, let me go back to the very first day in Johnson City. Uh, it was the pre-show meaning... Oops. Uh, it was the pre-show meaning everyone was out there selling uh, souvenirs and whatnot, and uh, I was sitting backstage, and I was looking at the, the curtain, and I thought, wow, I'm about to make my full circus debut. Now, I've been clowning for years and gotten to do little things, but never a full circus as the clown. Um, I wasn't a feature, like, there wasn't just a bunch of clowns. There was one clown, it was me, um, which was very uh, exciting, terrifying, fun. Uh, but I remember sitting backstage looking at the curtain, and I had to tweet it because it was a sentimental moment. And I got a little emotional, um, but I had to quickly, like, you know, say, stop it, you have to go on and make people laugh. You're a star, baby. Not that exact quote. You can hear the train, by the way, in the background. I don't know if you can hear that. Chugga, 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 choo, choo. Yeah, I live near a train, um, which is... Uh, oh, there it is. It's nice and loud. It's the uh, train to Hadestown. Um, 
yeah. So I, I'll get a hop on that here in a minute. <laughs> anyway, uh, but I, I, I was sitting backstage and I thought, wow, this has been my dream since I was four years old, was to be a clown. And here I am backstage getting ready to make my circus debut. And it was so exciting. I don't have much memory of that first show because I, it was all such a blur. Everything went well, but other than that, it was a blur. Uh, anyway, so moving on, and the show was great. Uh, went to some cool places, went to some not-so-cool places. Uh, my roommate and I, uh, Tyler, uh, she and I would uh, share a hotel room uh, in, our, in our respected twin beds, or queen beds, depending on the uh, hotel. Uh, but we, we enjoyed each other's company by watching um, Law & Order, all day on our days off. Um, and I think our longest stint in one place was when we were in, uh, God, what was it? Charles, not Charleston. Yeah, Charleston, uh, West Virginia. And we stayed at this hotel called the Mardi Gras, which was a hotel and casino right there in West Virginia. Uh, and it was, it was really depressing because the, you know, the casinos open up in the morning and there would be people playing, but they were old. And it made me sad. But we would go down there um, every, you know, not every night, almost every night. Uh, usually get dinner or, uh, you know, get a drink, anything like that. And then just people watch. Um, I did play the machine once and I left with a total of 87 cents. I know, I'm a big baller. I cashed it too. Um, so I could buy myself a, a piece of bubble gum. Uh, no, I don't know what I do with it. Uh, but that was, you know, very fun and amusing being in there. Uh, but it, it was great. You know, it was my first circus. I learned a lot. Um, I think I came out of it as a much stronger uh, clown and overall performer because, you know, it was a lot. But I'm very grateful um, to the company for trusting me and hiring me. Uh, and they did ask if I would come back for another season, but unfortunately... I just signed a contract to teach, so that was not uh, available to me. Um, but you never know what the future holds. Uh, speaking of the future, uh, so this episode is recorded on September 23rd, 2022. Uh, and next weekend, the last week of September, uh, into the first week of uh, I almost said March, Jesus, October, uh, I will be in another circus. Uh, this came in a very unique roundabout way. Not uh, that was wrong. This came in a very uh, cool way um, through other people I knew in the clown world. Uh, I somehow found out that the Royal Hannaford Circus was coming to um, Virginia, and uh, they the person I was talking to was like, "Oh yeah, I've been a guest clown with them on and off throughout their season." Um, maybe you could do that. I'll reach out. And they did. And then I got an email asking if, you know, if I was actually interested. And so now I am getting ready to go join that circus for a week. Uh, I'm really excited because it's a tent show. I've always wanted to do a tent show. Um, you know, I had such a great time touring in theaters, you know, real AC. Uh, but now I get to go do a show in a tent, which I'm so excited about. Uh, and uh, I've been talking to their clown, and he's such a great guy. 
and you know we've been you know throwing ideas off of each other you know thinking of stuff we want to do what could we do um he's been great uh but yeah i'll be with them for the next week uh starting this coming week uh so it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm really excited i'm really looking forward to it um it's different uh and i'm debuting a different character different kind of clown so uh, when I was at Circus on Ice, I had a typical, uh, well, first off, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful costume uh, created for me. Um, Monica, uh, who who had created this costume for me, uh, it was handmade, you know, they did it all personally for me. Uh, they have a beautiful company. I'll put their information in the link, in the link, <laughs> in the uh, uh, caption. There we go. Whew. It's the wine uh, and it was beautiful. I loved it. It was a very traditional-esque clown. Um, but the look I go for is very uh, an auguste clown, which is not a lot of makeup, a lot of just real features. Uh, and I had shaved my beard off, and I um, had this very traditional clown kind of feel where I had baggy pants, um a very colorful suit uh, and uh, the traditional red nose. Uh, but for this show, because of another show I'm doing that's not a circus but a, a musical I'm going to be in. Uh, I can't believe I'm doing musicals now. I, I swore away musicals for a long, long time and now I'm getting asked to do musicals again and I'm, you know, whew, I, I barely, no, I didn't even audition for this musical. I was, <laughs> it was an offer position. Um, side note, I'm going to be playing Bob Cratchit in A Christmas Carol uh, here in Northern Virginia uh, this holiday season. It's the second time I've done, well, actually, it's the third time I've done Christmas Carol, but I've never played Bob. I've only ever wanted to play Scrooge uh, or Marley. Um, last time I did it, I played Scrooge's nephew, Fred, uh, and then I did a one-man show version where I played every character. Uh, but now I'm playing... Um, Bob Cratchit, and I have to keep my beard because it's going to be mutton chops, but I'm not ready to cut my beard into mutton chops. Uh, but, so I, and I'm not going to have my beard for the circus either. There's a few things, you know, that we worked around, and one of them was uh, uh, my director for the musical was okay with me shaving as long as, you know, I said, I promise you that hair will grow back, grows back quickly. Uh, within two weeks, I'll have my beard fully back. Um, so I'm shaving. Everything but my, my mustache and my little goatee. Uh, and I'm going for a European, uh, almost tramp-style clown. A very uh, realistic kind of clown. Uh, very Cirque du Soleil style uh, is the vibe I'm going for. Uh, so uh, the makeup is more uh, defining my facial features. Uh, but of course still having, you know, some clown-esque looks. Uh but uh, my nose is not a traditional red nose. It's a, um, uh, it's called a flesh red nose, where the base of the nose is to uh, be the same color as my skin, and then there's a red nose. Um, it's more of a modern take on clowning. Uh, and so I'm excited to do that, and I have a, a different outfit that I'm wearing uh, to uh, create this character. Uh, which is basically another version of the clown I always play, but this time he's a little bit more human, even more human than the last one. Uh, but that is coming up. It's going to be really fun. Um, I'm sure I'll do a whole episode on my week with the Royal Hennepin Circus. 
it's gonna be great. Uh, let's see, what else is going on in my life? Oh, I'm teaching. Duh. Uh, I'm a high school theater teacher again, um, and I love my job. I do. I really do. Uh, teaching last year and the year before, so my first year of teaching in a public school setting was during the beginning of the pandemic. We're still in a pandemic. I think people forget that. Um, but it was at the very beginning of the pandemic. So, uh, 2020, well, 20, yeah, 2020, fall 2020 is when I started teaching, um, in a public school setting. I've been teaching a long time before that in, you know, private school or performing arts schools. Uh, but in the public school, so I, it was learning zoom and all that. And then the next year, last school year, the 20, 2021 to 2022 school year, it was like, let's try to be normal. And then at one point, I think we tried too much to be normal that it just caused chaos. And we had to go back to um, a different, you know, take on school. So half virtual, half in person. Uh, so I was still teaching theater online last year. And I liked it. I would love to teach theater online all the time. Um, because, it, you know, I found that uh, actors, young thespians, were more comfortable acting in their own home. Uh, you know, they were willing to do things because they were in their own home, which was really special. Uh, so I did that, and then um, I had an opportunity to come here, uh, come home and teach. Uh, and I was actually asked to do this before I left for the circus. I think it was actually the two or three days before I was offered a contract with the circus. Uh, so I was like, oh, wow, okay. So I did that, um, and I'm still here, and we're working on... Two of my favorite shows, well, one of them is my all-time, one of probably my all-time favorite play uh, to watch, because uh, I love the movie, but also the play is just great, uh, and that's Mary Chase's Harvey, you know, the one about the puka, uh, that, <laughs> that's our play, uh, I love it, the kids really enjoy it, uh, it's very funny, um, and it's probably one of the only classic uh, plays that was written in like the, you know, I think it was written in the late 30s or early 40s. That's not super problematic. Of course, there are issues, but there's nothing like, oh, that's that's bad. Uh, so that's refreshing. <laughs> um, and then our musical is, um, I, of course, I had to do a Stephen Sondheim musical to honor the great Stephen Sondheim. Um, and that one is going to be Into the Woods. I know, everyone does it, but uh, my version is going to be different. It's going to be dark, yet fun. Half of it's going to be very cartoon-like, and then the second half is going to be not so cartoon-like. It's going to be beautiful, I hope. Uh, but that's, you know, I'm teaching again. Uh, I'm also teaching film studies for the first time. Uh, I've taught, you know, two, like in theater classes, two film but never a full class dedicated to film. And, you know, uh, we start uh, at the silent film era, so the beginning of the movies, uh, and we'll go all the way to modern uh, films on and on. Well, the very last film we're going to show is A Christmas Story, of course, my favorite movie of all time. Um, but I just introduced my students to movie musicals because that was a big part of uh, early Hollywood. And uh, I showed them Sweeney Todd, The Demon Boy of Fleet Street, but the 2007 film adaptation... And some of the kids were like, ooh, that was gory. And yes, it is. It's also it's probably my number two favorite movie. Um, but it's really, really cool teaching a film class because it's different. Uh, it's exciting. Um, 
it's fun because these kids really want to learn more about film and they're really enjoying it, I hope. Uh, but overall, you know, it's I'm at a great school. Uh, I like, you know, my boss, which is always a plus as a teacher. I love, uh, you know, the vibe for my theater department. I'm stepping into a very successful program uh, and I'm trying very hard to keep it that way. Um, but it's it's such an honor. And yeah, and then I moved. Um, not very far, but uh, not far from where I, I lived before, about 10, 10 miles. So, but closer to the where I teach now, about five minutes from my school. So it's really nice. I don't have to get up at the ass crack of dawn. Um, anyway, you don't need to know that. But I think that's all that's really going on. Um, but I wanted to give an introduction, you know, uh, a preseason, like in the footballs. Uh, you know, I, I've known about preseason games for a long time, as my brothers are diehard uh, Washington football fans, um, now called the Commanders. Uh, they're huge fans, and they, uh, so, you know, preseason, so this is a preseason episode. This is not the official first episode. Uh, I have two guests that are going to, uh, be the first few episodes. One, our first, my first guest is actually a teacher I worked with last year, uh, at the middle school in Prince William County, uh, and her name is Lauren Gergash, and she wrote, a really great book and is a um, teaches you know, discusses a lot about uh, mental health as a teacher and how we can help you know uh, keep ourselves afloat uh, so and I think it's gonna be a great episode uh, and then episode number two is a longtime friend of mine a stand-up comedian friend uh, an actor and just one of the nicest and funniest people I've ever met and that's Tyler Goshorn and Tyler is going to be with the show or on the show as well um, but, you know, we're going to pace these out a little bit uh, this season. That's what I've learned in the past is instead of having one every single week, it's going to be every other week or even more than that. But, uh, you know, it's going to be a fun season. I have some more guests that I really think is going to grab a lot of attention, which is the goal. <laughs> more listeners. Um, but that's all I have. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for joining me on the preseason season three episode of the somewhat happy hour with me josh vest i raise my wine glass to you um and and i say thank you for listening i'm excited for this new season i'm excited for everything and i hope you're excited too take care now bye bye oh oh what's that oh of course and now i give you the likes of dima in our closing song Take it away, Dima. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. The drinks are over and we hope that you know. If you're feeling down, just join the past. It's the somewhat happy hour with Josh Fest. <laughs>